running. What up, Drama Army? Welcome to So Dramatic, the second episode for today. Honestly, there is so much tea at the moment. The kettle is just overflowing each week. And you know me, I do not leave anything on the cutting room floor. No drop left in the kettle. I give it all to you. That is the type of person I am. I am honestly going to burn myself out if I keep pouring out so much hot tea every single week. Now let's get straight into it so I can go home and nap. Coming up on today's bonus Love Island Casaramore special episode, intruder Shane Tino has connections to another reality star. Benny Giobi claimed he's never cheated on a partner before, but one woman begs to differ. An old Facebook post of Benny's has resurfaced and let's just say it hasn't aged very well. Brianna Marchant had a secret boyfriend on the outside during filming. Move over, Grant Crap, and move over Bryce Rutherford and Jason Engler because it looks like Noah Hera might be giving you both a run for your money in the fuckboy department. I've also got a leaked voice memo of Noah where he's bagging out Love Island and he also bagged out a woman who wanted to apply for the show. I've got all the receipts. Speaking of receipts, Sadi Sublaban can be heard in exclusive footage obtained by So Dramatic making a disgusting racial slur. And speaking of Sadi, I unpack all of the fallout from the shocking allegations that emerged last week that were covered in depth on this podcast. Plus, lots more. So much Love Island drama, so little time. Let's get into the show. But you're like the last person we can tell things to. You want to know something? I have some dirt. So juicy. The reality TV pyramid scheme continues to spread more than an STI on Love Island as intruder Shane is revealed to already have connections to the ancestral world of reality TV. He's already friends with Paige Royal from Lockie Gilbert's season of The Bachelor. Paige revealed this to So Dramatic and also revealed the type of guy Shane is. She said, he's legit the kindest dude ever. We met modeling on a job for Factory together. He's such a kind human. Oh, finally someone nice to come out of this godforsaken show. We love to hear it. And so good to start on a positive note because things are just going to go down from there. Oh my God, oh my God. He revealed on the first night in the Casa Amor Villa that he's never cheated on a partner before, but it turns out intruder Benny Giobi might have been telling a little bit of a porky pie. One woman who used to sleep with him said, Oh my God, I know Ben. He cheated on his girlfriend with me, dot, 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 multiple times laughing my ass off. So when he said he'd never cheated last night, I actually screamed. Oh my God. You cannot get away with anything these days. Not when the drama army have eyes and ears everywhere. Oh my God. Oh my God. Speaking of Benny, something else he said has come back to bite him as well. I've managed to get my hands on a Facebook post he made back in 2019 in one of the Love Island fan groups when season two was airing. And let's just say it has not aged well. He wrote, If I'm honest, I'm not surprised that Love Island is on the chopping block after this season. For a show that I am heavily invested in, I am bitterly disappointed. 
I had all my eggs in their basket and they dished this garbage up from the dates in the driveway to the fucking appalling casting. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) He can speak. Even the Irish narrator takes the piss out of the show. The most fun I've had watching this season was last night when I was roasting some red-headed 16-year-old virgin in this group. Oh my God, that is horrible. Wow. He continued, don't let me forget the fucking finale is on a Thursday night at 10 past nine. I am appalled. I plan to get white girl wasted with my friends and scream at the TV this Sunday. I had plans. They ruined them. I'm mad. If Aaron the actor and fucking Cynthia win tonight, (laughs) that's the nail in the coffin. I'll make sure of it that it will not air if them two win tonight. Mark my words. All of the words that I said really loudly is what he's putting capital letters. I am deceased. RIP me. Hold my funeral tomorrow and bury me in Gucci. Mark my words. Oh my God. Oh my God. She's currently in Casaramore trying to steal herself a man. However, it turns out that Brianna Marchant already has a man. Yes, according to multiple sources who wrote into So Dramatic last week, she has a boyfriend on the outside, a long-term boyfriend. One source revealed to So Dramatic, oh my God, Bree's got a boyfriend. Ha 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 ha. Everyone who knows her is losing it on their private stories over her because she has a boyfriend in the real world. Then a second source confirmed exactly what the first source had said, but they took it a step further and provided the receipts to back up their claims in the form of a since-deleted Facebook post. It was posted by Darren Palmer on September 26, 2021, and it read, Love doing life with my best friend. And he tagged Brianna Marchant. Hold up a second. So filming for Love Island started on October 11. However, the original air date was October 3. Contestants would have already been quarantined ahead of their appearances on the show for a couple of weeks. I think two weeks. Don't quote me, but I think it's two. Which means that her boyfriend posted this loving, gushing Facebook tribute just one week before filming started. So she would have definitely been in quarantine then, which means she would have 100%, without a doubt, applied for the show when she was still with Darren. Now, one question remains. What does Darren think of all of this? Actually, sorry, two questions. Did he know that she was applying for the show? Well, I've got the answers, guys. One source reveals, yes, Darren knew. He approved of her going on the show. He didn't care because he knew that it would boost her profile and they would both benefit once she was out. Looks like they are still together now and are planning to get back together as soon as she leaves the villa. Oh my God, I just had a flashback to Bryce Rutherford and I did not like it. And it looks like it's not Brent crap we have to worry about following in his brother's footsteps. It's Bree. Oh my God, oh my God. But if you thought harboring a secret boyfriend on the outside was bad, just wait, it gets worse. Two of the Casa Amor intruders used to date each other. Yes, Noah and Alicia. Honestly, can we just have one season where no one already has a connection to someone? One source explains to So Dramatic, two of the new intruders, Noah and Aisha, are both from the same small city, Mandura, in Perth, and in fact used to date for about two years. 
I wonder if producers will bring up the fact that they are ex-lovers who had a very messy on and off relationship for quite some time. A second source also backed up these claims and said, Two of the new arrivals used to date. They dated for a significant amount of time. It was in 2018-2019. I used to manage a bar, so I've seen them on plenty of dates together. Plus, they were also on each other's socials at the time. Plus... (laughs) Manjura is a small place. It was common knowledge and everyone noticed when they both got announced on the show. Total X on the beach vibes. It feels very scripted. There is no way that producers wouldn't know about this. Oh my God. My mind has been blown like eight times already this episode. Now this person said that they tried to get receipts for us. They went on their social media to try to get some picture evidence. However, everything had been wiped. Noah has even deleted his entire Facebook. (laughs) Talk about another Britney Spears cover-up. They said, so Noah's Facebook has been deleted and I went searching for old photos, but everything is gone. Imagine going on a reality TV dating show and finding out your ex is there. I then asked them, what are they like? And they said, he is just your typical self-obsessed douchebag. I went to school with him and was repulsed by how he treated people. He can also be quite physical with girls. Toxic masculinity AF. More on that in a minute. Oh my God. Oh my God. Now that wasn't the only source who wrote in this week saying that Noah isn't the nice guy he appears to be on screen. Sad face emoji. Another woman who used to date him tells So Dramatic, Hi Megan, love the podcast and support you always. Please keep me anonymous, but I have some tea about Noah Hura who is on Love Island Australia 2021. I was sleeping with Noah for roughly six months and it would always be when his family wasn't home. Red flag emoji times four. (laughs) One day I went there and his little brother was home and asked who I was. Noah said, She's just here for a fuck and then she's fucking off. Oh my God. What the fuck? Is this how people speak? I cannot even with this. He is an absolute pig and I can guarantee you that he's only on Love Island for fame and not love. Eye roll emoji. Can also confirm that he slept with half of Mandura. (laughs) Just thought I'd call him out on his bullshit. He's a mega fuckboy and clearly hasn't changed because he hit up my friend last week for a bang, (laughs) making the most of it before he enters the villa. She then said, RIP to the poor girl he hurts on Love Island. (laughs) Love always, XOXO. (laughs) Honestly, these Love Island boys are making me miss Tim Hanley, Jason, Bryce, Dean, (laughs) etc. Oh my God, oh my God. Turns out Love Island wasn't Noah's first choice when it came to reality TV shows. He also applied for Big Brother, but was unsuccessful at getting on. One source dishes, Noah was meant to go on Big Brother, but he didn't to stay in Perth with his new girlfriend, Montana. I have a voice memo of him talking shit about not wanting to go on Love Island. I bet she broke things off with him because she realized he's an absolute shit cunt. And he ran to Love Island production and begged them for a spot. All the dude cares about is being Insta-famous. It's so cringe. Now, I have managed to get my hands on this voice memo of Noah bagging out Love Island. And it is honestly Olympic gold level content. Let me play it for you now. 
I'm just sending a voice message because it's easier to say. Um, but I don't know. I just don't really feel comfortable with Love Island, if I'm completely honest. And um, I think, like, like, I don't know. It's just something about it which I just really don't like. Like, I know, like, the sort of stigma people get for going on the show and everything like that. And I really just don't want that. And then, um, yeah, it's like a range of stuff, but it's mainly, I don't really just feel confident with it. If I'm being, I don't just feel good about it. I feel confident with it and sort of stuff like that, you know? R.I.P. me for the second time, maybe even eighth time this episode. I am honestly going to need someone to (laughs) resurrect a marble mausoleum for me if we keep going at this rate. Now, a second woman who says that she was talking to Noah for just two days, then claimed that she posted a story to her Instagram account asking her followers if she should go on Love Island and Noah replied and called her a loser. So she outed him on Instagram last week and she posted a photo of the post and she goes, a couple of months ago, this weirdo freak got furious at me for posting a story asking if I should apply for Love Island after talking for about two days, babes. Brackets. Clearly not interested if I was wanting to apply for Love Island. She then posted a screenshot of the message exchange between her and Noah. So she had posted a poll at the time. This is what the poll said. Does this wild mole apply for Love Island or do I have no chance of getting through? Noah then screenshot that and sent it back to her and he wrote, Bye loser. Now, the woman then shared a picture of Noah's Love Island post that read, Your boy Noah is on his way to the Love Island villa. And she wrote, Who's the loser now, dolls? Ouch. Oh my God. Oh my God. He's already had a number of serious allegations made about him. However, Sadi Sublaban is in even more hot water this week. So Dramatic has obtained exclusive footage of him making a disgusting racist comment on his Instagram. In a screen recording of a live stream Sadi did on his account, he can be heard saying the N word. Let me play you the audio. However, I am going to be blurring out the offensive slur. Stop, I think I'm traumatised. Your name's Paloma. The person who sent in the footage said, Hey, love, love your TikToks. (laughs) Lol, thank you. I have a video of Sadi Sublaban saying the N-word on a live stream. I just feel as though you have the platform to inform people of his behaviour, especially considering he's on a show with people of colour. Amen. I honestly have no words. This is bad behavior. Everybody calm down. It's a case for the FBI. So scandalous. Detective Megapus back on the case again this week. Now, in the last two episodes of So Dramatic, we have been covering the serious allegations that have been made about Kassaramore intruder Sadi Sublaban. Go back and listen to episodes 118 and 117 if you want the backstory. It is truly quite shocking. Now, there is also a lot of information from some of the women involved on our TikTok in the comment section on all of the latest videos if you want to have a look there. And that's not even the bad stuff. I've honestly received so many messages from women about him that it was quite alarming. I've got a whole folder of folders of people and it's turning into a bit of a CIA investigation. I honestly have never seen anything like it before. Now, as I said, I'm not going to read out the claims in detail as I have urged all women to go to the police to make reports and I do not want to impact any future investigations. However, just a quick update on this saga. Firstly, after the episode went live, Sadi's auntie called me and was extremely threatening and abusive. 
I honestly feel like she was trying to scare me into taking the episode down the way that she was speaking to me. She was yelling at me to the point where I had to hang up on her and was shaking after the phone call. Then some of Sadi's friends and family, or at least people appearing and claiming to be his friends and family, have been leaving horrible comments about myself and some of the women who have come forward on TikTok as well. Such disgusting behavior, whoever is leaving these comments... Now, at the time of recording, Channel 9 have still not responded to my multiple requests for comment about these serious allegations made about Saadi. They have ignored every single one. So disappointing to see, like, surely sending a quick statement saying that they don't condone this behavior and they stand by the claims of the women involved is not too hard to do. PR 101. So now I am being ignored, just like the women who took the claims to them a number of weeks ago were ignored. So disgusting and disappointing and I honestly just feel like they want to sweep this whole thing under the rug and hope that it goes away. Now, speaking of sweeping under the rug, yesterday I noticed that Channel 9 had removed Sadi from the official Love Island website's list of 2021 Islanders. He is the only Islander not to be featured on the website. So this is a really great thing because he's obviously not getting any positive publicity and airtime. However, again... <laughs> If they have gone to the effort to remove him, why have they not provided a statement to the media explaining why or what is going on or their stance on the matter? Speaking of airtime, it does appear as though Channel 9 did decide to cut him out from the show as much as they could because he really did get no airtime. Again, is this to protect the victims or to protect themselves? Now, people noticed that their TVs were glitching when Sadi was on, indicating that the scenes with him had to be cut. I mean, honestly, again, they really should have just sent him home the minute these allegations surfaced and when the women first took the evidence to them. However, it is good to see that they are going to the effort to edit him out. So thank you, Channel 9. That is great to see. Now, I do find it really hard to believe that Channel 9 were not aware of the allegations made about Saadi, considering several of their publicists and producers followed the So Dramatic Instagram page. So I'm sure that at least one of them would have seen it. A former contestant also dished to So Dramatic. In season two, when Maurice's ex-girlfriend came out in the media and said that they were dating, the producers sent a newspaper into the villa for the Islanders to see, which proves that they definitely see what is going on outside of the villa. They would for sure know what is going on with Sadi. If they don't take action within the next episode or two, then that's absolutely shocking. Proves our point of how misogynistic the show is. Now, a number of people also noticed that our feminist queen, Abby Chatfield, had not called out or even acknowledged the allegations being made about Saadi. One person wrote in and said, Hey, question. Abby Chatfield would absolutely not tolerate Saadi's behavior. Why hasn't she commented? I then posted a picture on Instagram that said, Me waiting for certain feminists to call out some of the behavior from the men on Love Island. Then someone replied, your last story though, spitting facts. I was waiting for her to go rogue during the after party. If she's genuinely a feminist and cares about women, then she would prioritize that over a TV gig. I'm so angry. Look, I have to agree. You cannot pick and choose when you're a feminist and what feminist issues you take a stand on, especially when this is quite a serious matter and you're quite closely involved in the show. And especially when you've built your entire brand on it. I've also seen Abby call out other people for much less serious indiscretions, so it is very telling that she's chosen to ignore this one. The same thing happened with Ash Williams on I'm a Celebrity when she ignored those allegations as well, which a lot of people were really disappointed about. 
My take on this is that she's only going to call out misogyny and abuse towards women when it doesn't affect her paycheck. Sorry, not sorry. I mean, let's be honest. Love Island is a show that is built on the opposite of feminism. I don't even know how someone who is such a staunch feminist could even host a show like that, let alone turn a blind eye when the show is ignoring such serious allegations like this. And she's in a position of power on the show as the host. She's talking to the producers and higher-ups of Channel 9. Surely she could have said something to them behind the scenes and explained how wrong this is. Very disappointing. I guess it's just like when Abby called out the Melbourne Cup because it feeds the gambling industry that destroys families, according to her. Well, it's funny you say that, Abby, because Ladbrokes, a major betting agency, is actually the major sponsor of Love Island After Party. So gambling is bad just not when it's on your show and just not when it's paying your bills, right? Let's just hope that Abby uses her platform, powerful position as the host and her feminist passion to call out Sadi's behavior soon. We will all be eagerly waiting. Also, I just want to say a big thank you to another Love Island after party guest, Amelia Marnie, who took all of the information she saw online about Sadi to the people at Channel 9 to make sure that they were aware of what was going on. Thank you, Amelia. Now, I saw a couple of comments on TikTok that made me want to look up Sadi's court records. Now, I looked up the public court records and yes, Sadi has been in court before. He faced court for unknown charges and was then sentenced for these charges in January 2019. Now, this is all public record. This is all on the public system. So if I'm able to find that in two seconds and anyone else in the public also has access to this, why has Love Island Australia still put him on the show? They are meant to conduct proper background checks into these people. Now, they have given this person a platform, potentially put women in harm's way, not to mention how triggering it would be for some women to see his face on national television. Channel 9, please do better. Please conduct better background checks into these people. We beg of you. Warning. Oh, my God. Okay, let's focus. That's not all the tea I've got for you, drama queens, today. Make sure you go and listen to the first episode I dropped today, episode 119. Guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave your thoughts and feelings in the reviews, positive reviews and five stars only. Don't forget our website, sodramaticonline.com for your daily, hourly, minutely dose of tea. We're also on Instagram at sodramaticmedia and at sodramaticpodcast underscore. And please keep sending in your tips and receipts to tips at sodramaticmedia.com or slide into our DMs. I have another juicy love island episode dropping on thursday do not miss it i will see you all in hell then goodbye good riddance and good luck ciao for now kind regards <laughs> oh my god oh my god so dramatic with megan Pacetto.